2: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Do you guys ever work
1: on your cars? If I had one! It's very satisfying. If you had a cool car like mine, you
0: could use eBay Motors. Do you think that I could get the individual parts and then assemble my own car?
2: Yeah, they do have over 122 million parts. Plus, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Keep your ride or die alive at
0: ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only
1: Crunchy Munchy Chocolate Doesn't Whisper.
2: Turn up the
0: fun
1: with crunch.
0: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Wealthy Wade, Magisterial Mark, and Bantam Bob. This week, the Tuntering Cherubs chat about the lessons of longevity or the lack thereof. A tears in rain realization. Yes. It's time for We Are All Going to Die. Please put thy affairs in order. And enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Distractable Podcast. I am your host, Mark Mark Applier Fishbach, here to judge the stories with my co-hosts. Bob and Wade, how are you guys doing
1: today? Good. Good. Feeling good.
0: Good, good. Are you going to feel good when I tell you we're all going to die?
1: Less good. I love it. Yeah, let's go, man. Get there. Do you want
2: any small talk before we get into this? Well, death's inevitable. So what's the point, Mark? I know, right? No,
0: shut up. I wanted you to hear something. I'm going to play something for you. And and for you at I home- turned around. Sh- shut your whore mouth. <laughs> You know, sometimes I feel like you don't take this seriously. Duh. Sometimes I feel like you're just- you're just here to enjoy, have a good time, and you're not here to tackle the hard issues. You're not here to get to the bottom of the truth, to see into the heart of evil. At the heart of every story Hey, back off, I'm a reporter Markiplier is there to report what's real Look, I'm all for fuel economy, but blood just don't work that way No matter how terrifying it may be So how good is bone broth for you? This is Nightmares of Future's Past Now, I want you guys to listen to something Okay If you're listening at home, you'll need good headphones
1: to hear it um, are, you, are you hearing something? I'm not hearing anything
2: How good do our headphones need to be? How about this? Oh. Okay.
0: Yep. I'm going to kick off this episode by talking about a phenomenon known as the Windsor Hum. Have you guys ever heard of this?
1: I tied a Windsor knot once. Mm, no, but a maybe. Mm-hmm. It rings some kind of bell, but I'm not specifically remembering it very well.
0: The Windsor hum is a hum that originated in Windsor, Ontario. Uh-huh. And it's a sound that's been heard for years by multiple people. Uh-huh. And it's a noise that has been perpetuating this town and plaguing this town and its inhabitants for years.
2: Mm. Is it a full or a half Windsor? You guys hate me and I get it. You can ignore
0: him. You can ignore him. I'm going to ignore him. I'm going (laughs) to ignore him. The reason the name of this episode is We're All Going to Die is because there are multiple occurrences across the world of either strange noises, weird booms, like extravagant displays of light that aren't auroras that occur throughout the world and are unknown and their sources aren't understood. Mm. So what I'd like to open up the discussion today is every single possible
2: way that we're going to die.
0: What is plaguing the world? What is going on out there? how are we all gonna meet our untimely end
2: uh humanity is the biggest plague
1: that's how we're gonna end ourselves mm. i mean yeah i kind of agree uh, yeah. uh, I don't. uh, uh that, that's not my answer that's not my answer but humans are pretty bad mm. yeah
0: point for wade he was actually correct yeah Woo-hoo! the windsor hum which is I, I i don't can you guys not hear this
1: ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential you're talking about the potential the potential you thought to yourself a little elbow grease some fresh installs a little bit of love could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own cars right Yeah.
2: It wouldn't take much to transform my ride. Your ride's more like Schrodinger's ride. If
0: you don't think about it, it both does and does not exist. It is possible. But on eBay Motors, anything is possible. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED
2: headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back.
1: Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Right now i hearing nothing. I hear like a
2: and then like nothing. Yeah, you're
1: not hearing that?
0: Nope. That is, I think the true sound. The other one is like a recreation of the sound, but this one is the true sound that people actually heard in Ontario. And it wasn't until the pandemic ended that they discovered the source of the hum was a US steel facility because the Canadians were living near the US border and they heard a steel facility, which had a blast furnace that was going nonstop because that's just what it did. It was on a thing called Zug Island. And in the pandemic when everything shut down the steel facility shut down and the blast furnaces finally went quiet and then everyone in the town realized that they weren't actually crazy because the noise went away just like suddenly
1: so this isn't necessarily about dying Mm -hmm. that would be such a weird experience i know right whole town so that i'm reading descriptions of the windsor hum yeah says for over a decade yeah this has been going on and that there's a low frequency component to it that would rattle windows shake houses that it would Mm -hmm. sort of come and go but like so you're just in your house you live in windsor you're a windsorian (laughs) and you're just sitting there enjoying breakfast and suddenly your whole house is just like your spoon on the table is just like ting ting tinging a little bit mm-hmm. i don't know that would be so weird yeah like for a decade and everyone in the whole town is like yeah you hear that what is that yeah what, what the hell i feel like i'm insane and then it just stops
0: yeah it's so weird because this is the kind of thing that people were talking about in this town they were talking all the time of like oh you're crazy i don't hear anything or like no it's nothing it's nonsense it's in your head people thought that it was just in their head yeah but it was really a steel facility and like, oh my God, number one, how powerful was this blast furnace that it was able to generate this frequency that shook the earth, like legitimately shook the earth. And I know that we have things that can do stuff like that, like fracking it, like blasts stuff underground and like destroys, you know, the base layers of the soil and whatever. And it's just like terrible to do. But it's like the fact that we can have these like profound effects and who knows what other effects that we have that are unknown just because it's part of the technological process. Like remember when all those birds were just falling? out of the
1: sky. Do you remember that? Yeah, Yeah, that sort of just (laughs) happened and then stopped happening. I know, right?
0: Birds just freaking... Fell out of the sky.
1: And people were just like, oh, that's weird. And I don't remember ever hearing anything about it. And yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. That's the sort of thing. So I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I'm open to the idea of like ghosts and supernatural sort of stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm not huge on like, oh, some mysterious supernatural thing is going to get us or, or, or whatever. Yeah. But like stuff like that where it reads a supernatural, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure some of the people in the town were like, this is, is this is a sign. This is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way humans are causing this. We would be able to figure out what it was. It's plaguing an entire city. And we have no (laughs) idea what this is. And uh, it was just us. But like stuff that reads like that, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that will drive people insane. Uh And that I feel like, like you were saying, like we don't fully understand the consequences necessarily of everything we might do. And technology advancing, you know, people are going to try stuff and something might just blow up the whole earth. Destabilize the molten core of the earth or, you know, reverse the magnetic field field which is happening on its own anyway or something but like mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that i believe might start to happen yeah as technology gets crazier and people get more reckless and, and things get desperate right like you know there are huge weather events happening there are huge parts of our country and other countries around the world living on the coasts especially like ocean coastlines where it's like we you might we might need to retreat a little bit <laughs> in the next century <laughs> you know if you live 100 feet from the ocean that's maybe not a great place to live as things are changing as temperatures are rising ocean levels are rising like all of these changes so like people are going to get desperate mm. it's going to go from like oh we need to advance technology in a responsible way to like oh we got to fix this yeah. so what do you do and then some guy is just like oh, let's drop a nuclear bomb in the bottom of the ocean and it'll make it deeper <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll suck the water back down what do you do if your tub's overflowing? You get a bigger tub, obviously. <laughs> like, I don't know. People are idiots. Even smart people are idiots. So uh, yeah. that might be the way we go extinct. Just like a series of unfortunate self-extinction activities. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, our own panic. Because throughout history, every time we've had something that we can't explain, we were like, oh, it must be something supernatural. It's a witch. They're a witch. Not that long ago. Uh, I forget what this is called, but you know those like machines they'll use to, um, they'll go and they'll like remove like little circles of dirt, like all over a yard and stuff like that
1: aerators yeah, oh yeah aerators. yeah yeah like they poke the little holes and they leave little turds all over yeah,
2: yeah. i remember when i was uh, i was young and i went someplace that just had that done and uh i didn't know that was a thing mm-hmm. and i was thinking to myself i was like what is wrong with this field to where every animal comes here to take a shit
1: <laughs> why are there so many turds in this
2: one spot yeah i was like no. there must be <laughs> something weird with like the grass or the dirt because every animal seems to come here to shit
0: that's so really funny, funny because I also had the same kind of idea. It was just like what in the hell happened here that all of the worms like Pushed dirt <laughs> and dug a hole here. I had a different idea of what happened there, but both were wrong Yeah And it was just like because we didn't know where there was a tool that could just aerate a field like that Like and it's weird to think about there's a specialized tool that doesn't just punch a hole in the ground It goes out. It's a tiny mini shovel that goes and grabs dirt and pulls it out and plops it on the top like that's weird Weird. Yeah, that's really weird and just like the guy in the blast furnace that's like he has 13 headphones over his ears because the noise is just like gonna explode his head if he actually heard it and he's like oh I can't imagine where that Windsor hum comes
1: from. Ah, fucking idiots over there are crazy. You know, and then he cranks some more steel out. Okay I have two points one is very unrelated and one uh-huh. is kind of related. Yeah, okay. About the aeration thing. Uh-huh. That's not even the weirdest yard care tool that exists I just oh, want yeah? to say this. Oh yeah what's that? There is I forget what it's called. There's a thing I've been going down this YouTube rabbit hole of lawn care people Uh, there's a whole community of of lawn mowing people of different varieties there's this thing that like it like rakes up the dead grass that apparently fills your lawn uh, i don't know it's like a weird little knifey spinny thing you run it over your grass and it like pulls up all the dead grass things and then you like mow you know suck it up off your lawn or rake it up off your lawn or whatever lawn care is weird man
0: well, lawns are weird in general. I mean the whole principle of a lawn is a weird phenomenon It's such a strange use of land because when I went over to Korea to visit my family Everyone in their neighborhood had a garden in their yard Their yard was a garden mm. and like the neighbors right across the street from my grandma's house They just grew peppers and they grew so many peppers like they were harvesting them last time I was over there and they just had buckets and buckets and buckets of peppers and I'm like that is so many peppers you're good forever and it's like if everyone just had a garden in their lawn where they do just as much work to maintain the meticulousness of the grass and like the level and the greenery Mm -hmm. it's like they could just grow vegetables and fruit. I remember I had an orange tree and a grapefruit tree at my old house and we had more oranges and grapefruit than we could ever eat like it was so many fruit and it was just like man if I went to the store and I bought all this it would cost me so much money and I have so much with two trees that i don't even know what to do with it all yeah like it's crazy to think about how we waste our land like we just waste the space when we could be making our own food food just comes up out of the ground it doesn't appear at the grocery
2: store it comes up out of the ground and it's everywhere i tried planting some ham but i didn't get a pig (laughs) tree
1: you have to actually plant a live baby pig Oh okay.
2: What about a fetal
0: pig, the one you dissect? Is that what? No. <laughs> no. Oh no, no, those are
1: scary. You don't want those. I will give you a haunted pig tree.
2: <laughs> pre or post dissection? Oh, I don't
0: know.
1: I think Both pre- are bad. Post dissection's
0: way worse. A tree that grows up out of the ground and one day, just fruits, just pigs' head and they're all screaming and squealing at you. <laughs> Just keeping you up at night.
1: Oh, God. It's like some Harry Potter (laughs) nightmare shit.
2: Well, there's an explanation. You see, there's a a platinum plant just down the road that caused the pig trees to grow. Uh, Is that a reference to something?
0: Uh, I get you. I see the reference. I see the reference. I don't. I'm not going to give a point for It's to the steel plant because it's like he's trying to, the Windsor noise and all that stuff oh. you know, it was causing
1: Well, that circles back to my other thing I was going to say. You're welcome. Uh, about the Windsor hum. Windsor hum. I know for the people at Windsor, it must have been maddening. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what is happening? What is this? You know 100%. At least one dude in charge of that steel factory knew exactly what the fuck was happening. Uh, I don't know how far Windsor was from Zug Island. Mm-hmm. You know a hundred percent chance that one of the like middle management or upper management dudes lived in windsor or like one time he went to windsor for a meeting or something and was there and was like your windows are rattling guys that's weird and they're like yeah it's a hum i don't know where it comes from and he thought about it for a second he was like that sounds a lot like our blast furnace I better not say anything. And he went home and for years, this one dude was like, ah, we need steel. You can't shut down the steel factory just because we're slowly driving an entire town full of humans insane. (laughs) Ah, I can't do anything about it. You know, that's just how it is. It's just, it's it's fine. It's fine. They'll be fine. Or like he told someone, he told the boss, he's like, boss, I think, I think our factory is the source of the hum Uh in Windsor. You heard about that, right? And the owner is like, yeah, I heard about that. And no one else is going to hear about this, okay? (laughs) Or we're going to have a problem. I would hate for anything bad to happen to Jessica. (laughs) So I think you're just going to keep this... To yourself and that, like you i just that's like that has to have happened there's no way that no person from that plant ever went to windsor or heard about that and didn't piece together like hey we operate a fucking loud plant that shakes my entire soul every time i'm inside of it i wonder if that's the thing that's shaking the ground in windsor 10 miles away i don't know
0: not even 10 miles away i just looked it up it is one mile away right across the detroit river that's
1: not even far people <laughs> lived in windsor and worked at the plant <laughs>
0: God. (laughs) They come home from the plant every day like, God, this fucking home sounds like my job. I can't get away with (laughs) it.
2: My head is still ringing from being at the plant. We need better headphones over there.
1: there's no shot that someone didn't know that and then someone was just like shh, 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 shh. Just, we need the steel plant god dang yeah
0: no someone had to know and they were just like "Who oh, we can't tell anybody it's like just how all the petroleum companies knew about climate
1: change in the 50s and you know they were just like "Well, oh, can't tell anybody about this or else we'll never be able to do oil again you know we should release some studies showing that babies that breathe in a small amount of gasoline vapors whatever uh-huh. exhaust actually grow up bigger and stronger I'll get people <laughs> they're bigger and stronger. The tumors really like increase their height,
0: like when their spine expands from the pressure from the teratomas inside them. Muscle tumors. <laughs> Just extra <laughs> muscles everywhere. <laughs> How do we prove that? Yeah. You know the mutants from Fallout? Yeah, they're gonna look like that, but you know, uh good. Yeah, real good.
2: There were a couple good
1: super mutants. There was one. There- might have been two. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one. <laughs> that's twice as many. That's 100% more. Yeah. Than what you're, you're right. Doing you're part. right. So that's I'm a, that's wrong a big and I'm
0: stupid. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I won't give you a point for it, but it's a good point.
1: What was the original prompt here? Oh, how are we going to die? Yeah, we're, right. we're all going to die. Or death or whatever, you know. what? Wait, have you had the dream yet that tells you how you're going to die? Because I've totally had mine. I, I'm i sorry. That's the thing, right? Eventually you have a dream and that's how you die. dream explains how you're going to die. I don't die
2: very often in my dreams, but I had one a few years ago to where, uh, what's that convenience store in LA? Ralph's, is that, is that the name of it? Yeah, was a, grocery, a store, grocery, right? store. grocery store. Grocery store. So uh, I had a dream a few years ago. It was a really good dream. There was like a group of uh, friends. Uh, I don't remember who all was there. You guys might've been there, whatever. I was in California with this group of people and we met up at like a Ralph's parking lot. And we were just like sitting around chatting and laughing in the parking lot like because we all hadn't seen each other in a while. And all of a sudden a plane flew overhead and dropped a nuke. Uh-huh. And I looked up, saw, and like you heard like the... Meow. And like everyone started screaming and running. And I looked up and I just sat down on the on the ground and like crossed my legs. And I just like, I, I knew there was no point in running. So I, I just accepted it. And like, as it hit and exploded, I woke up. So uh, I imagine based on that prophecy, I'm going to die in a Ralph's parking lot to a nuclear bomb.
0: If you avoid LA forever, that's how you don't die. Because Ralph's aren't where you are. Are
1: you gonna live forever if you just don't ever go to LA again? I think that's the answer. Bro, makes sense now why you refuse to move to California, yeah. a clearly superior state. I can end the world by moving to California. I think this is
0: all part of a subconscious thing to make him never move to California.
1: Like, this is why he hates us
2: leaving. He's like, no, 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 the nukes, the nukes. You guys coming back, we can live happily.
1: I come there, we all die. Mm-hmm. You listen to hypnosis tapes as you're falling asleep about how bad and evil LA is and have <laughs> dreams about how you die if you go to LA. It's your own training coming true. But anyway, yeah, Mark, have you had your death dream? I don't know. I've
0: had many dreams where I die. Um, Like lots and lots of dreams I've dreamt of the moon crashing into the earth. No, don't I,
2: fuck around with us, Mark. Tell us your death dream. The one. Yeah. You should know, man. The
0: one. The one death dream. Man, you know, I guess I haven't had it yet. You know? When when does it ordinarily come? Is it just like something that happens? Before death. <laughs> Before death. That is
1: accurate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Wade, you're right.
1: Check the words right out of my mouth, man. You
0: you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Oh, man. Mm. No, no, no. This thing could do small. I don't have my death dream yet. I don't know what that is. I'm talking about world-ending calamities. I'm talking mm. about the things that are going to be the bane of our existence. Much like uh, mass coronal ejections are about to fuck us all into n- last century. Dude, that shit's terrifying. Dude, yeah. You guys know what wait, What are you talking- What? Ma- coronal mass, mass ejection? Coronal,
2: yeah, whatever. Sun stuff. Is that that COVID vaccination? No. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't <laughs> no
0: a coronal, coronal. Mass...
2: okay not corona yeah coronal
0: yeah for everyone at home who wants to be permanently paranoid from now on and forever a coronal mass ejection is a significant release of plasma accompanying a magnetic field from a solar corona they often follow solar flares and are normally present during a solar prominence eruption the plasma is released into the solar wind and can be observed in the coronagraph imagery so basically to boil it down the sun farts. And it blasts material from the sun, not just light, but like intensely heated magnetic material that gets shot out like a stream of water from the
2: sun and it can blast out towards the earth and hit it. Okay, but it's probably fine. Look at this coronagraph, and then just the world ends. Yeah,
0: I mean it legitimately, this happens so much more frequently than people know. The last hit I believe was in the early 90s 1900s and it caused telegraph stations like across the world it's essentially
1: like a global emp right exactly yeah it has similar impacts so like now everything is digital every satellite in the sky is an electronic yes if a large enough ejection occurred Mm -hmm. it could essentially disable every piece of electronic you know probably not every single one but most electronics on around and near earth Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it's not like we need electronics to do everything in our no, everyday life no, no, but no, not at all <laughs> that would probably have an impact it would probably have a
0: profound impact because it would damage satellites electronic transmission lines because you know we just hang them out in the air have you ever thought about that we just like all of our power is just like strung about in horrible nests of wires like i was driving through la and i just was looking around at all the wires and i'm like god that shit's just everywhere it's all over the place like recently my poor Pool was electrified, Ooh. and this wasn't even because of like the wires were above ground. No, they were below ground, but there was a fuse box that we didn't know was damaged because it was hidden around below it. And when we stood on the ground next to the pool and touched the metal railing that was nearby, you could feel the electricity flowing through your body. And it's just like, man, that's no good. And that's just from like a faulty wire that occurred. Imagine if like all of the wires across the whatever side of the world got hit at that particular time, just like were flooded with electromagnetisms and like sparked and shorted out and like burst and fuses pops and whole substations exploded and transformers
2: blew i wouldn't get to watch my soaps
1: do you watch soaps wade do you even know what soaps are
2: yeah uh there's like dove and uh <laughs>
1: god <fucking goodness>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, real quick side tangent. Uh, growing up, my sister was always home before I was, and uh, if I wanted to watch TV, I had to sit and do my homework while she watched her soap operas, and I had to—that's all I got to watch. I got to watch General Hospital while I did my homework. Wow. Otherwise, I had to go like to my room and do my homework, and I preferred to have at least some TV in the background. That's fantastic.
0: I mean, not fantastic for you, but that is just a fantastic story. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'll give you a point. I'll
2: give you a point.
1: Okay, so you're you're looking for theories about how humanity ends. Eh, yeah, anything like that,
2: mm. or anything could or some badness for humanity. The competition that drives us in everything—politics, uh, sports, uh, just existence, toilet paper, paper towels—all of that will lead to the infighting where we destroy ourselves and rip each other apart to shreds. And then, like, someone in charge is gonna start slamming the missile buttons, and then all of them missiles will be flying around, colliding into each other. And the lasers will be like someone trying to play uh Galaga, whatever the hell that game was called. Just like pew 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 pew, they can't hit them all, and then pew, 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 we all explode and die.
0: You really got about this whole nuke thing. I had a
2: dream. Yeah. Ralph's is the key.
0: Ralph's is the key, man. Ralph's is definitely the key. Now, when you were talking about something uh, before um, before we started recording, you want to talk about that? Because it's not really like a world-ending thing, but it kind of makes you lose faith in humanity.
2: I, I was?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't remember. What was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> This was ten minutes ago. Okay, twenty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, I uh well before yeah, I got a bad memory. What was it? What were you talking about? Say a word, I'll remember. Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole uh <laughs> SpaceX thing. No what? Well. <laughs> No. No. So there was a meme that led me to this. Uh-huh. It was uh, a meme of Jeff Bezos with a mustache saying, hello, FAA, I have concerns about the SpaceX launch site. And I was looking into that. We were like, I was just like, look, reading the replies or whatever. It was a Reddit thing. Uh-huh. And um, there's a, uh, I don't know how this had to do with the world ending, but uh, I think it was William Shatner was talking to him about like, this is the story you're talking about, right? How's this world ending?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's, dude, it's called distractable. Anything, make it relate. All
2: right. Well, he, William Shatner was talking about like, like you know, dealing with alcoholism and recovering from that and stuff like that. And like mid conversation, Jeff Bezos is just like, Hey, hey, hang on a second, Hey, shut up, shut up. Hey, bring that champagne over here. And they crack it open and just start celebrating.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. If anyone's seen this, it's kind of nuts. Just because William Shatner is literally talking about the most profound experience I can imagine. It's so emotional. It's beautiful. It makes you forget about all the problems. And then Jeff Bezos is like, I gotta do this. And
2: you just see William Shatner put his hands in his pockets and turn away. God, it's like, it's like
0: that shit makes me think that, oh man, does humanity deserve any of
2: this? There's just so much like instant me, 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 that people don't even realize what the hell's going on. Like, do people even listen to each other when they converse anymore?
0: No, I don't know, man. I don't think so. Especially Jeff Bezos. You think Jeff Bezos listens to anybody?
2: No, I think he waits for them to finish talking or gets bored of them talking. And it's just like, but here's what I want to talk about.
0: Yeah, exactly. 100%. I mean, it's just like such an egotistical thing to be like, I went to space. Like, as if that is, like, the golden accomplishment of, like, the reaching everything of, like, I have so much money, I can shoot myself into space. And then someone goes along, like, William Shatner, like, comes along and he's just, like, able to look... At The earth from above and have that overview effect and and that is life-changing like astronauts have always said about having the overview effect It just changes your entire perspective about the world because perspective is important for people And then Jeff Bezos comes along is like you want some caviar? I got a champagne getting my rolls-royce Let's get out of here. I'll go to space again next week. It'll be fun. It'll be great I mean, I yearn for the day that space travel is so easy that anybody can go there and people can get bored of it. Like, I'm really looking forward to that. But we won't get there unless we're, like, pushing boundaries, at least.
2: I think that the amount of interaction we can have now with social media, with texting, with all, like, there's just so much access, all of, like, the discords and Skypes of the world and things like that, that... We're used to being able to converse via these like quick means, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, listen to music at the same time or watch a video or play a game or combine. We're so used to all these multitasking things that we're used to giving such a sliver of ourselves to so many different things at once that we're losing focus on giving all of ourselves to one project. Mm-hmm. And there are times where we have to, you know, buckle down and just focus, like, you know, oh, I got a term paper due, so I got to do nothing about this paper for a bit. I got to make sure I crank it out. Like, I'm not saying we can no longer do that, but we're choosing not to a lot more often. And I think that, you know, you. You can see it interacting like affecting social interaction like that because who does that who listens to someone talk about like you know something so serious and whatever and it's just like alcoholism champagne or you know yeah. cutting someone off like that and like looking like a total asshole mm-hmm. normally there's more self-awareness than that but i think nah. well, i mean one the privilege and stuff that that guy lives but uh it's not that uncommon i don't think dude there's no self
0: awareness I, yeah. I have a, a completely unrelated tangent story but it, okay uh, like i thought of it, it new zealand council ends contract with wizard after two decades of service Is a right written by Eva Corlett, uh, the wizard whose real name is Ian Brackenbury Chanel. 88, had been contracted to Christchurch City Council for the past two decades to promote the city through acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services. However, he was fired after an appearance on New Zealand Today where the wizard said he liked to tease women by telling them they were devious and said they use cunning to get men who are thick. Quote, I love women. I forgive them all the time. I've never struck one yet. <laughs> never strike a woman because they bruise too easily is the first thing. And they'll tell the neighbors and their friends. God. And then you're in big trouble. And I'm like, that is the most contradictory like quote I've ever seen. I've never hit one yet, but I know exactly what happens when you strike a woman. Yeah, <laughs> It's just like, and then he got fired. And it's just like, but this city had paid this guy $16,000 a year, a total of $368,000 thousand dollars to promote the city through wizardry and this guy gets on a show and says that it's just the most completely unaware thing you could possibly say in your life and just the most revealing that you're just a piece of shit. but also who hired the guy like what, what, what it, like, does it
2: mean to promote a city through wizardry <laughs>
1: <laughs> <know>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not to question. overlook the assholiness of this dude, but also what the fuck did you just say in my ears here? Dude, I'm telling you, man,
0: it's this is legitimately what the quote of the article Yeah, is.
2: okay. I actually have a Twitch stream and a YouTube channel. I'll actually promote for hundreds of thousands. Cincinnati, if you want me to promote your city through online means, I'll fucking wear a hat and grow my beard out a bit. I'll be a wizard.
0: That's exactly what this guy was. The guy who hired him is a guy named Mike Moore, who was the prime Minister of New Zealand at the time, the prime minister, and he said, quote, I am concerned that your wizardry is not at the disposal of the entire nation. <laughs> I suggest, therefore, that you should urgently consider my suggestion that you become the wizard of New Zealand, Antarctica, and relevant offshore areas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did he, like, watch King Arthur? He's like, King Arthur had Merlin. I need a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) They found Lord of the Rings down here. I need a Gandalf in my court. (laughs) There's
0: no vetting his character past at all, because this guy was 88, so he was hired when he was, like, 65 or something like that. No, 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 you're good. You got a wizard hat. I like you.
1: This quote is so good at... And also makes me die a little inside mm-hmm. <laughs> they asked him about how he felt about being fired mm-hmm. and he's not very happy about it yeah. but his statement about the council was quote it's just they don't like me because they are old boring bureaucrats and everyone likes me and no one likes them <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five-year-old. You pull, you pull aside on the playground, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are you throwing people? Why are you throwing basketballs at people's head? Why would you?" Like, Don't they even let me play with them? And, and it's because they're boring and old, and everyone likes me, and no one likes them. And uh, so I threw the ball. I was like, "What the fuck?" What? Now, that sounds like something from a five-year-old, but being as he's a wizard, maybe we just can't interpret the words. He's got the childlike wonder of a wizard and also (laughs) the childlike speech and language abilities of a... (laughs) child
2: (laughs) how do you hire a wizard to promote what who are they promoting to the other wizards and witches dude do you know why we know about
0: new zealand right now it's because of the wizard of new zealand obviously
2: the only reason that your welcome tour ever went to new zealand was because the wizard contacted our touring agents and they're like hey you're right you're right bring them boys down here (laughs) Uh, we'll cast eternal fame and fortune on them now they must have missed us
1: but they were supposed to do that
2: that was the deal they were going to sacrifice a frog a newt i like
1: to imagine that just like the the mayor of the city the mayor of Christchurch, where he was the wizard was just a guy who was really into like kids birthday party magic and so it was the thing where the mayor was like no we need to have a wizard he's my wizard he's the wizard of the city <laughs> yeah. the council's like okay it's like at a meeting and the mayor is there and the wizard comes up to the the mayor guy he's like "Ooh, what's this behind your ear oh, it's a quarter <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can keep that. And the mayor is just like, <laughs> see, this is why we need a wizard. <laughs> and the whole rest of the council is like, oh my God, I fucking hate Sky. <laughs> How is this guy in charge of our city?
2: This inauguration party, they've got a big cake and a clown and a wizard. And they're just running around saying which one entertains them the most. He's like, mm, do we need a court jester or do we need a court wizard? Oh my God. Why not both? <laughs>
0: Tell the one about how you don't strike women again.
1: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Love that one. Do you
2: ever wonder after seeing uh, in game and like really contemplating time and timelines, do you ever wonder what the fuck happened to put us on like a timeline that shouldn't exist? <laughs> we talk about 2021 and like, oh, how can this happen in 2021? Mm. There's a fucking leader of the goddamn world who has a court
1: wizard. Okay, calm down. <laughs> what in the he fuck? Calm Calm down. It's a city council. Mm. It's a city council. It's a big city.
2: Even if it was a small town in Foxville, North Dakota, I don't care. Mm. How?
0: Dude, it was the uh, 90s? 23 years ago? Yeah, it
2: was the 90s. Oh, thank God. It was... uh man what a prehistoric time the 90s Dude, were.
0: 90s was a different era you know things happened <laughs> crazy in the 90s we didn't have things to worry about it's all good it's all
2: good so in like 2050 we're gonna look back like oh it was tw- it was the 2020s man they didn't even that did they even have toothbrushes back then <laughs> fucking 2020 years yeah yeah if there is a 2050.
1: all right i guess i'm curious wade so this you find comical and ridiculous how do you feel about japanese town Mascots. Ooh. I don't know if you know this trend. No. There is a trend. I don't know if it's exclusively in Japan, and I know about this mainly from John Oliver because he did a piece on this and also made a John Oliver <laughs> town mascot thing. But there's this trend where a lot of towns around Japan invent like, you know how like the Olympics has like a mascot and it's like, you know, sometimes it's horrifying. And or like sometimes... college
2: teams like the UC
1: Bearcat and stuff like that? Sure. Okay. Japanese towns for advertising and like tour Tourism purposes are inventing mascots and they're big, they're becoming sort of famous. They're kind of like the Domo guy, Domo-kun or whatever. Uh-huh. The, you know, nom 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 guy. Yeah. But like, do you think that that is stupid? I guess,
2: is the point of this, the mascots and the wizard, is the point of it just like a big public spectacle to like, I don't know, distract from the shitty stuff the leaders are doing? It's like, oh, look, look at our
1: da- dancing boy over here. He's dancing, woohoo, look at him. Be happy, yay, cheer. We got a mascot, we got a wizard. I think Mark said this, but if he didn't. The point of the wizard was to quote, promote the city through acts of wizardry and other wizard like services. Yep,
2: He's, that he is an like, advertisement. That sounds like the way it was worded. It sounds like the fucking leader actually believed that the, he was going to go cast a spell and promote. Is he just going to go on TV? Is it just like the car salesman who's like, ah, I've got a Santa hat on there for, you know, come buy my used cars because I'm actually Santa. Like, is it just a bullshit marketing scheme or is there like does this prime minister actually believe that this dude's going to cast a spell and help him lead better. I'm pretty sure it probably
0: started as just a gimmick. I think
1: it's a marketing gimmick.
0: But I have such little faith in humanity that even if things like that have like an innocent beginning, like, oh, it's just a wizard. <laughs> but also someone's going to be like, I fucking respect the magic and power of the wizard of New Zealand and if anyone besmirches his name i will shoot them in the face
2: that's an actual audio recording of the drunken prime minister at a party <laughs> <laughs> i fucking respect you and your <laughs> magic and i could not sign bills into law if it weren't for you i mean is that how
0: rasputin got his start like isn't that kind of the story of how it was like uh, whatever the 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 who is the princess that like had him as an advisor, and he just kind of like, yes, I have powers, and I can make sure that you're good. And and people would believe it. And that's probably how, like, back in the day, when wizards were, or if, when wizards, if there were wizarding type things, and people that were like, yes, I'm magic, and I can make things happen. Like, that's how it gets started. Like, someone's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, a wizard. I can have my own wizard in my court. Like, it's kind of like, I feel like it goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah. I can
0: see that. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, off topic, get back to the point at
2: hand. How are we all going to die? Well, that wizard's gonna hear our podcast, and he's gonna cast a spell to kill us and you end think, all the humanity. You think he's a distractible listener? Oh,
1: absolutely, <laughs> out of pure spite, isn't that our audience? <laughs> Only old people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen to podcasts, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, and pretty only a person who is a self proclaimed wizard mm-hmm. would possibly have any interest in half the shit we talk about. Yeah, exactly.
2: They're, they're like writing down, they're like, ooh, that sounds like a good spell. Teratomas nowis. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Hermas pleases. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised that your nuke dream hasn't like morphed into clowns parachuting down while you're in a Ralph's <laughs> parking lot. You're just like, oh God, no.
2: Look, I peaked early on this podcast. I can't go back to the parachuting clowns. <laughs> I'll never live up to the hype that I started.
0: Uh, yeah. You just made two callbacks and you're like, no, 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 not the clowns. Like you shut your face. It's Teratoma and Herms.
2: No, I don't deserve my own clown reference. <laughs> it was so good. All right. Calm down. It wasn't that good. I thinks pretty highly of their ideas. Yeah, pretty much. I just looked into some tea leaves and it told me I will never be as good as I was during my parachuting clowns moment. Mm, Yeah.
1: This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million dollars in canceled subscriptions saving members up to 740 dollars a year when using all of the app's features stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoneycom distractible that's r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash d-i-s-t-r-a-c-t-i-b-l-e rocket slash distractible you should get that mark it's probably important oh no way Anyway, humanity is going to end uh, in a whimper with the world leaders telling everyone that everything is okay and uh, most of the population starving to death. And then the remaining ones, the rich people who do have food and money, basically killing each other for the remaining food and whatever resources they're fighting over until there's, you know, like one cadre left and they're out of everything and they just die whimpering in their big palatial mansion.
0: Okay, well, that's a pessimistic way we're going to die. What about an optimistic way?
1: Make it happy. Not- Optimistic way. Yeah, give
0: me a ha- I wanna laugh when I die. Come on.
1: All right. The end of the world is actually going to be when the Martians from Mars attacks show up and everyone thinks it's like a weird they're redoing the movie or something, or it's like a marketing thing, and they're just gonna kill everyone and everyone's gonna be so entranced and think it's so funny because they're all bah, 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 bah. and then everyone's gonna have a great time until humanity is uh completely eliminated. But we're all gonna die smiling. Change you know? Um... Humanity is going to realize that we forgot our cell phone at home and, uh, we should have aired up the tires in the car. And we're going to take that one corner that we always take a little too fast, even faster because we want to get back because our phone is probably full of great messages and tweets we've missed. And, uh, and the, the front, it's a, it's a right turn We're going around and the front left tire is just really low and it's old and it's dry rotted. And it just oh, goes out and humanity slams into the guardrail right it <laughs> flies down the side of this mountain, and we die hanging upside down in our car, wondering if there's a mistext text from that girl that we're into, waiting for us on our cell phone. I
0: don't know if this is all of humanity in their own cars at the same time, or all of humanity in one car.
2: Collectively, like.
1: yes, and also no. I picture one car, like a Doyle's
2: rule, uh-huh. <laughs> like just all humanity rules, <laughs> going back and just going off the cliffside. That's how it ends, baby. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Wade, give me a happy ending for you.
2: Uh, enough rich people are going to launch rockets into space that they're mm. going to poke a hole in the atmosphere that can't quite close fast enough, and oxygen mm. and all the air will be sucked out and we'll all just be suffocated and dead. And then after they're done popping their champagne in space, they're going to come back down to find all of us, like, floating corpses on the planet. they be like, huh. Or for us, I guess. And they'll just continue living their lives on their rocket ship. Change. As the rest of us Make it going. happier. Uh, oh, uh, uh, well, they're going to bring champagne down, and they're going to l- throw it up into space and go, woohoo. And the champagne's going to rain down and expand because physics, and so much champagne will hit the earth that we all drown in our own alcohol dream boat.
0: I am impressed that there's enough billionaires in the world that they would throw enough champagne into the sky that it would drown us collectively. I think that's an ambitious and very happy. But not part. enough
2: billionaires. Mm-hmm. The billionaires have enough money to have that much champagne. Oh,
1: I yeah. No, the billionaires aren't doing the throwing. They're they're having their uh, people do that for them. Right,
2: right. They're court champagne throwers. Uh-huh. They're just watching it and enjoying it. They're court bathers.
1: They're court bathers. Well, yeah, if you're that
2: rich, you don't bathe yourself. Someone else comes and does it for you.
1: <laughs> God. Jeff Bezos is sitting in his court in his mansion. Does he have just a like,
0: throne? <laughs> God, does Jeff Bezos have a throne?
1: A throne. Listening to a, a row of stand-up comedians all in a row just coming up and <laughs> they, they tell a joke that doesn't land. He's just like, next. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> and At some point, Jeff is just like, I stink. (laughs) Fetch the court bather. (laughs) And everyone has to awkwardly watch Jeff Bathos get like a sponge bath. Yeah. And he has no shame whatsoever. He stands up Mm. and just goes full naked minutes before the court bather is even there. Uh He's just standing there naked, just like, tell a joke, comedian. Yeah. God. Come on, Jerry Seinfeld, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm old, so you're the kind of stand-up comedian I like, Jerry Seinfeld.
0: The idea <laughs> that a billionaire's good time is hiring as many
1: comedians as possible and having a I mean, that's round. what I would do if I was a billionaire. Come on. God, oh my God. Who's not here for stand-up acts? Am I Beautiful. right? <laughs> What I would do is I would hire pairs of comedians and I would give them a set and I would like, I would have them each do the set Mm -hmm. and you'd have to, whoever wins gets to live. It's not (laughs) your material, but you have to make it your own and you can change it, but you can't really go off script too far. Uh It's just, you know, it's like a gladiatorial comedy death match.
0: Yeah. Oh man, there should be a comedy death match. You think Joe Rogan's going to toss some people around in there? Or do you think Bill Burr is going to come stabbing? I hope Brian Regan comes in with a submachine gun. <laughs> I just I love the idea of a comedian death battle. Oh, that's
1: beautiful. Someday when I'm a billionaire. <laughs> dreams can come true you know
2: wait if you were a billionaire what would you spend your fortune on i'd create a zombie apocalypse okay <laughs> wow right. just to see if i could and then i'd create a vaccine and be like here's the vaccine i'd see how many people would be like taking it and how many people would be like ah i don't trust you and wouldn't take it i'd laugh at them and i'd put them into a pit and watch them battle other undead jesus christ <laughs>
0: All right, so never make Wade a billionaire because it's <laughs> a horrible experience.
2: My idea was normal,
1: Wade. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. Freak?
2: I would dress him up in like, one would be like Roman gladiator zombies. <laughs> and they'd be going against
1: like, <laughs> oh, gladiator was my thing. Whoa, yeah, whoa, that was whoa, his whoa, thing. Whoa, whoa, don't whoa, steal whoa, his whoa, idea. Whoa. Come on. Come on there, man. Carlos Mencia. Yeah. How dare you! I don't get it. Isn't he the guy who is notorious for stealing jokes? I don't know if it was true or not. And you get a lot of shit for that? I don't know. I've never stolen any jokes from him. That's true. I have no beef. Carlos, I know you listen. It's okay, buddy. Your idea was dressing up zombies and different things making make them fight to the death? I specifically said the word gladiatorial deathmatch. Mm -hmm. I referenced gladiators and that idea explicitly Mm -hmm. in my description of my idea. So not the zombies, Mm -hmm. but the rest of what you were saying. Yeah. Eh, It's different enough. I changed up one thing. You can't copyright it all. You can't have all gladiators. (laughs) Mark turns to Wade is like, Wade, what's your idea? I would hire dramatic actors I would give them the same script And I would have them face off in one-on-one Gladiator-style <laughs> acting battles That's my idea No, it's actors, yours was comedy no, it's yeah, That was different, that was a different idea, Bob uh, You know what, Wait, that was actually a movie A 1996 movie starring uh, Sean Penn
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right Remember yeah. when
1: every idea we ever had was a movie And no one would yeah. let us forget it
2: mm. Well, actually, it was based on a 1946 book First mm um actually um actually, 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 actually um actually, actually <laughs> stupid shit. um <sighs> actually the world was gonna end this way every idea you guys said was from uh, different ways people have already thought the world might end because people thought about how the world ends before <laughs> stupids
1: i think the world is gonna end because wade is going to tweet something that is so patently false and infuriating on its face Mm -hmm. that so many internet people all collectively at the exact moment they read the tweet as it's sent out will um actually so hard that it will cause a reverberation at the exact right pitch that will resonate the entire earth and shatter it into chunks. Uh Like one of those chocolate orange balls that breaks up into slices when you have at Christmas sometimes. Mm -hmm. Everyone has those, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Take that, Wade! You're yeah. the end of the world. How's that feel? It
2: well, had to be something, so I guess at least I'll go down doing what I love most, and that's tearing down the entire fucking planet and all of existence. All right.
0: Wait, I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, and sure. And some points of writing on this: If there was
2: a button in front of you,
0: okay, that launched every nuke in the world to cover every square inch of the Earth in atomic
2: hellfire, would you press it? Nah, no, I wouldn't things too quickly. What? Need to have, have the zombie apocalypse. It's more of like a slow burn kind of uh, tear the world down. Okay. If I launched every nuke and every nuke went off, it would just be, we're gone. Like, you know, there's not enough suffering and darkness. All
0: right. Okay. Well, thank you for answering, honestly. Um, I'll take that into consideration <laughs> as I bring this episode to a close. Uh, wait,
2: wait, 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 right. wait, wait. Yes. I did to say for the record that uh, I don't actually want to cause the world to end. It wouldn't want to cause a zombie apocalypse,
1: but if
2: we were in a zombie apocalypse, do you guys think I would live? No.
1: Mm, I don't think I would live as long as you might, but I don't think any of the three of us would last very long in a zombie apocalypse. No. I think Mark might, because I think- Because he's short hard to see.
0: Okay, come on, man. inducting points
2: i could see him like the final thing he tweets is like hey humanity's last bastion is in markiplierville oklahoma (laughs) and everyone like flocks there and they go to markiplier town and it's like that um that city he had in minecraft like way back when yeah yeah, yeah. where everyone's just going around building like thrones and statues and like he totally loses himself becomes like the wharf stash persona and is like leading this like horrible i think mark would lead the zombie apocalypse monster town thank you
0: i appreciate that no definitely Welcome. I would have fans that try to rescue me and inadvertently bring the zombie apocalypse straight to my doorstep and uh I don't appreciate that because um like I may I may be able to outrun some zombies here and there you know like but eventually people would kill me for sport I believe it
1: I think you'd be with a group of people you'd be laying low you know sort of skulking around a town trying to gather some supplies and stuff and then uh the zombies that are sort of shambling out in the streets, just sort of looking around not paying attention one of them will be peering in the store that you guys are in half aware and they'll see you and they'll just be like, Is that Margaret? <laughs> what? And they'll nudge their buddy, and their buddy will be like, Whoa, whoa, Margaret? Is that Mar? <laughs> and all the zombies will just be like, Whoa, it's more, it's Mark. more.
2: more.
1: And then all the people that you're with will be like, "Oh, screw this, dude!" And they will bail on you, and you will have to sign autographs and hug zombies until you die.
0: Thanks, man. That's that's a good way to look at it, and I think that's very accurate. All right, thank you very much.
1: Well, I'm bringing this to a close.
0: Thank you guys so much for your uh, stories and suggestions and research about how the world is going to end, all the things that are going to. Oh, we're problems. supposed to
2: look into it. I just talk. Yeah, I know. That's what you usually do. Yeah, I... we can tell. Yeah, we can tell. Huh? Okay. All
0: right. News to me. You remember the whole part about bringing interesting stories to the table?
2: No, I I just wake up and show up. (laughs) No, you do. We know you do. We know. All
0: right. Anyway, but thank you so much for uh, listening at home. I'm tabulating the points. I base them on interesting points and humor, and with a uh, six points for interesting points and a eight points for humor, Uh, Bob has a total of fourteen points, and uh, with three interesting points for Wade, Uh and then. uh Seven points for humor. 17. You have a ten points, uh, which makes Bob the winner by four glorious points. Congratulations, Bob! Wait. All you right, a fantastic participant. You no. really swept it. I can tell the effort that you put into this episode and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah! Uh, right, Bobby, would you like to make a glorious speech? I want to thank my parents for raising me right. I want to thank the public school system (laughs) for usurping a lot of the parenting that my parents were supposed to be doing and raising me mediocrely. And I want to thank myself Mm. for being so fucking funny. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm welcome? No, you're welcome. Thank you. Give me my trophy. Do I get to give a loser speech? Not at all. Will, please mute Wade.
0: But... No, make him make him sound like he's behind like a pane of glass and he's kind
1: of obscured. He's from in the on. other room. He's in the other hey.
2: room. <laughs> Guys, come on.
1: Come on. Uh, the right. loser's room. Yeah, the ah. loser's zone. Hey, don't forget about me. All
0: right, so thank you everybody at home. We hey. appreciate you. You can find Bob at Facebook.com slash MySkerm. That's M-U-Y-S-K-E-R-M. You can find Wade over on his various Yay. channels uh, on Twitch, Minion777. My name is Mark Blair. I've been your host. Next week it will be Bob. Bob hosting the Glorious Winner. Be sure to subscribe and follow wherever you're listening to this podcast and that way you can enjoy it every week. We upload new episodes on Mondays and thank you so much. Stop by our subreddit reddit.com slash r slash distractible to look at some funny posts and join some conversation about it. This has been uh, the distractible podcast.
2: Recount! I want a recount!
1: Podcast out.